0: hi and welcome back to the clutch sports cast in today's episode we are going to do a draft recap and we're just gonna be talking about some of our favorite picks throughout this draft some of our like not so favorite picks and we're gonna just be doing a little recap on like the Washington football team and the Giants and giving each player like a draft grade that we and how we think like each team drafted so uh first we're going to go over like our favorite, picks like some steals and some picks that we don't think were so great so who wants to start the
1: I'll start okay so first things first I'm a Giants fan one pick that I think was a steal is in the late rounds is Jolari in the second round I think that he was a great pick I just saw a lot of mocks having him late first mid first and he fell in the second and he doesn't really have any concerns so I think it's a great pick for them I think a reach is Alex Leatherwood 17 I think yeah. Alex to the Raiders because I think he's a second round talent. He's not really that great. And I would tip te- with Tevin Jenkins on the board. He went in the second round to the bears. That was another steal. And this is my one of the big steals. Christian Darasol 24. He went after, I think that was a huge steal. And I think those are great picks. Some other ones, Jeremiah Uwusu-Koromoa 52. That was the steal of the draft. Amazing player, really late. Another one Samuel Cosme, the Washington football team. I had him in the first round in mine. I think he fell really far. Another one was Chiefs got a few good offensive linemen, and finally the Jabril Cox to Dallas in the hundreds. He has some injury concerns, yes, but he is really good talent when healthy, and I think he could do really good things. I think that was a great pick from them. For, um, uh,
2: you want uh, to uh, okay, uh, for I got like a. Not a steal, but a good pick was the Patriots drafting uh, Mac Jones. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, th- I think we all see it as a good pick uh, for them. Mm-hmm. Not that obvious, so
0: yeah. Um. So some of my favorite picks. Uh, I liked the Panay Sewell pick. I feel like he could be a guy coming out of this draft he I think he got drafted seventh or sixth was seventh was his pick to the Lions but I think that a lot of people like in a lot of people's early mock drafts they had him going like the second or third best player like available in the draft and I feel like he also was a player that kind of slipped in the draft boards it was
1: a a casualty of like needs for a team like the Mm -hmm. top three teams needed quarterbacks but the I think 14, like, Kyle Pitts was the consensus number one was uh-huh. playmaker in the draft. And then Chase, it was between them. Dolphins and Bengals needed like receivers to help their quarterbacks or wanted receivers. So it just came down to needs and the Lions got to steal with him at seven. I agree.
0: Um, I just think that he could be like an all pro pro bowler. Um like he's like
1: qu- he's I gonna think. be like a Quentin Nelson type of player.
0: Yeah. So I think no that
1: Another like
2: another good pick is uh, not good but like okay they paid the price was the trade up for of the Chicago Bears to get yep. Justin Fields that's a like a really good pick but for but they paid the price to trade up so
1: I agree I think it was a little bit of an it was a great move by the Giants because they their top priorities were Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddle so yep. neither of them fell, so they said okay we need to not really worth it. We like Kadarius Toney at 20. We like the receivers down there. So we they got an extra first-round pick and fourth from next year, which are really valuable, apparently. Next year's picks are going to be really good. Mm-hmm. So it also gives them ammunition, in my opinion, for the Giants. The Bears needed to make the trade. They needed to get a quarterback of the future. I think it, it was maybe a little – It was a win-win. It's, win, a trade but- that, should, it's a trade that had to be done, and it was a good move on both ends. But the Giants – if Daniel Jones doesn't succeed or doesn't do what they want him to do, this trade gives them an opportunity next year to trade up for a quarterback with two firsts next year to yeah, so them in a potential okay. trade-up.
0: So for Justin Fields, I, I want to just talk about him. He was one of my favorite players like coming out of this draft. I think think my
1: quarterback too.
0: I think that he could actually be the best quarterback coming out of this draft. I just think the athleticism is there. The – like, he's just an all around good player. He can run, he can pass, he can, do, he literally can do anything you want him to do. And he's, he's, he might need a little bit of time because he still is, he might need a slightly more time to be ready because I feel like Trevor Lawrence is more like an NFL ready quarterback. But I feel like once he could be like a Patrick Mahomes type player who doesn't play like the first year and then, um, like, or could play like midway through the season. But I think he could definitely be their day one starter. I just think he he's the type of player that might need a little bit more time. Fields? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I saw today that Andy Dalton is going to be their start. They're going to try yeah. and do what the Chiefs did with Patrick. Yeah, which is great for the Giants. Because if Dalton starts the whole year, I can't see the Bears getting any higher than seven wins. Which probably gives us like a top 15 pick at least. Mm-hmm. Or at worst. Probably top 10 which will be amazing for us.
0: Yeah, so what I'm saying with that pick is I think Justin Fields is the quarterback of the future, and I think Mm -hmm. he could be that Patrick Mahomes, like that type of, like, pick, like getting, like, um, trained by, like, a veteran quarterback, like playing behind a veteran quarterback. So Mm -hmm. I think, like, kind of like the Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes. So I think that's a great pick. And then another Mm -hmm. one is uh, Jeremiah siwu Kuromo. I think I had him going to Washington at 19. He was one of my favorite linebackers in this whole draft class, um, behind like Micah Parsons and maybe another guy that I'm just basing on. I just think that that was a really like big steal in the draft, and I I just was shocked that uh, he slipped to the second round. I saw a little bit, maybe he his build is not great enough. He like maybe needs to gain a little bit of weight to
1: be. I'll tell you. One interesting thing is Trevon Moerig, when the second round, he has some injury concerns. But if you told me before the draft that Moerig was going 17 to the Raiders and Leatherwood was going 40-something to the Raiders, I would say, oh, that makes sense. But it went the other way around. Same thing with the Giants. If you told me Aziz, Aziz Ojolari would go 20 to the Giants and Kadarius Tony 50 or 42, I would say, yeah, that makes sense. Another How steal, like- one more steal is Terrence Marshall because a lot of weird receivers went from 50 to 60, and I think Marshall was like wide receiver five or six, and he went as eight or nine. It's uh-huh. pretty crazy. I,
2: I, I didn't like Giants pick. I feel like they could have like picked offensive linemen instead of wide They have rec- a
1: young offensive line, and I think they trust that, and I think there's a lot of veterans still out there in free agency, and apparently they're interested in a lot of them, so they might fill holes with that. And then wasn't they're the to develop their offensive line with a full, like, training camp and stuff. But I think Tony was a good scheme fit. Bateman's the better receiver probably. But I think Tony's, like, the. they have two guys on the outside, Galladay and Slayton, and then they have Tony on the inside who gets a lot of yards after catch, a lot of jet sweeps, something that they, like, need in their line. I want to line. talk,
2: talk oh, about, like, the worst picks that you think.
0: Okay, so um, – yeah, talking about Morig a little bit because Jake was talking about him before. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was another like big steal through the draft. But talking about the non, mm-hmm. my non-favorite picks and like the guys who I think, uh, were a little bit of a reach. Alex Leatherwood, I feel like you could have gotten him maybe a second round pick, maybe even a third round pick if he slipped. I just feel like I didn't see him being a first round. Uh, he just I just feel like he wasn't good enough to be a first-round pick, and I feel like there were so many other players that you could have gotten, like, over Leatherwood. I just felt like that wasn't the best pick. And then I have NTN also as another.
1: That was the worst pick in the draft. I'm sorry.
0: Favorite pick. That was the
1: worst pick
0: for fantasy have-
1: football, for the Jaguars. And I think it was like a really, really bad pick. The worst they I mean, can have possibly done.
0: I know you would need another running back, but they why have
1: so you James Robinson.
0: Why you, you, yeah? Why do you draft with your first round pick? Uh-huh. With your first round pick. When guys
1: you, like Tevin Jenkins are available, Greg Newsom, Jeremiah Odom, around Camilla. your team.
0: You have your franchise running back. You have the guy who was unbelievable last year. And Come a good up. backup. In conversation for rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, and like you get another, you draft another running back. I understand maybe he just had that one good season or something, but
1: you I don't think a stable so. stable guy in Carlos Hyde, and even if he doesn't, you don't never waste a first round pick on a guy that's not a first round talent. Najee Harris for the Steelers made sense; they don't have a running back.
0: Yeah, also a running back in the first round. There's so and
1: many a, running backs. NTN and, and is a good player. He's not a generational talent. Najee yeah. Harris has the potential to be a generational talent. Saquon Barkley is a generational talent. That's why he was a top pick. I think Looking that, back at it, I would have taken a different guy, Quentin Nelson, or even a quarterback if I was the GM. But Barkley would have gone the top 10 anyway. Top yeah, five. Yeah,
0: I agree. I just think um, if you're the Jags, you just got Trevor Lawrence. I could see maybe go wide receiver maybe get another receiver
1: well, um apparently urban meyer did say they were gonna get Kadarius tony if he didn't go
0: yeah i know but there was i think bateman was still available at that pick. Yes, he was
1: he was he was, he was. He
0: was. yeah so why do you take why do you take a running back
1: i, I just don't that was the worst i can understand
0: taking a running back. back maybe in the like a third or fourth round pick i i would say even maybe second round pick i would say that's Still not great, but that's fine if they really want to get some extra running back depth or if they really want that. They see it potentially. They done. just screwed it up.
1: You but get the, running back depth like the Giants did in the fourth or fifth round. You but to draft him, it. I'm not
0: taking this anything, I'm not taking anything away from, from NDN. I think he could
1: definitely... He could, he could play, he's overrated in my... he was the running he back definitely be a good
0: running back, but I think he's one of the players, in my opinion, that might be a bust. Like, he, he's literally
1: like... He very well could be a bust.
0: Like, he has a good chance to be great, and then he has a good chance to be a bust. Like, I just feel like that's too big of a reach. I, I had Javante
1: like- Williams over him, which he went to Denver. That was yeah, they got him
0: UNC. I thought he was great. I
1: that's thought all. he was the running back, two behind Najee. And then three was between NTN and Michael Carter, or Michael Carter, I think. Name. I think NTN the- yeah. was
0: hands down two or three, oh. in my opinion.
1: I don't but think he's that great. He didn't have a great year this year. With I'm just 10-11. saying, if I'm – if I'm the Jaguars, terrible pick overall. I
0: do not take NTN, and then my final one, Davin Collins. Wait, did we I talk
1: th- about Alex Leatherwood? Yes. Oh, okay, we discussed him a little. Okay, late.
0: my final one is David Collins. I like the pick, but I feel like it was a little was bit a of a reach. It was a little bit of a reach because, oh, okay. in my opinion, I in my mock drafts and in, in my like when looking at my board, I could have seen him falling to the second round or being a late
1: first. John, Fulton. I had him being a mid to late first, like and around the like Ravens, the was oh, too early
0: i feel like for the uh, they had the 16th pick right the cardinals mm-hmm. so with the 16th mm-hmm. pick i feel like i feel like he definitely has the talent to be good i just thought i didn't think that he he was like my top four top five linebacker in the draft
1: mm-hmm. oh, my linebackers i got Micah parsons jeremiah mm-hmm. um jamin davis is was a good good value pick after thinking about it for washington and mm-hmm. he was probably around four or five. Steven I thought that
0: was a little bit early, but I I don't think it was a a terrible pick. I just thought it was a little bit of a reach.
1: Mm-hmm. One and one more pick I think was very interesting. Jalen Phillips.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Here's the edge. Let's talk about the edge rushers. Jalen Phillips was a good good value pick at eighteen to so help Miami a lot. I Think it was a great pick. Quiddy Pay was a great pick for Indianapolis. They just spent a lot of draft stock on edge rushers, which I'm a little shocked about mm-hmm. because they need an offensive one offensive lineman. Um, Gregory Rousseau was a good pick for Buffalo, a big guy on the edge. And then Jason Oway to the Ravens, I think was a good pick. They uh, The edge, edges went to good spots. I think.
0: Yeah. I feel like this draft looking back at it, it a lot of teams took a big took big reaches and took um, shocking picks. I feel like a lot of the picks also were predictable. But I feel like it, this draft's like, a lot of the picks shocked me. And a lot of the first-round talents fell. Like, this draft was very deep, in my opinion. I feel like
1: – It was very deep.
0: I feel like, uh, like, in a, one of the most deep drafts in, a, in, like, a while, in my opinion. Because there was a lot of receivers from this draft. There was a lot of running backs. There was a lot of – there was a lot of quarterbacks. Like, I could see – I could see – Every single quarterback in the first round, I could see being really, really good. Mm
1: -hmm. And I'm just
0: saying, in my opinion,
1: I think. Listen, I'm going to ask this question. I'll tell you my answer. But if you could pick one of the five quarterbacks in the first round that will bust and one that will boom, or one of the four, let's say Trevor Lawrence will will likely boom or be average. Yeah. And the four, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, and Justin Fields, who is most likely to boom? And who is most likely to bust, in your opinion?
0: I'm saying bust uh, Mac Jones. I feel like he's um, he's like I'm a – I'm
1: saying Zach Wilson. I'm I would saying. say Mac Jones went to the right place. If he went to anywhere else, maybe other than – if he went to Chicago or somewhere like that, maybe even Washington, I think he busts. I think with the Patriots, he'll be a stable, average quarterback. I mm. think the likeliest busts are Zach Wilson. I think Jets are building up with Wilson – I honestly think the most likely is Justin Fields. The Jets Loki is a great good. player, but the Bears are the worst possible place for a quarterback to go.
0: I agree and disagree with you at the same time. I think another bus could be Trey Lance just because he doesn't have the experience to back up
1: I think that's why he's not gonna start off the year immediately as the starter. That's
0: why I'm saying that. But I see I see tremendous potential in him. I think he- I think
1: Fields has tremendous potential. Yeah. But I just think he's put in the worst position to succeed. The Jets yeah, but I also feel like – But after their draft, they got him a good running back. They got him a great receiver in Elijah Moore, good offensive line. Elijah Barrett-Tucker, Makai Becton's on that team. I think they've surrounded him with good talent, and they have a lot of picks next year. I think he's going to turn out differently than Darnold. I think he's going to be uh, – okay, now let's try this. With the five quarterbacks, make an NFL comparison. I'll go first. Okay. Trevor Lawrence – an Andrew Luck type player. Generational talent, top prospect. He is the ceiling of Peyton Manning. He's gonna be really, really good if they put the right pieces around him. Zach Wilson, I think his ceiling is Baker, he's like a Baker Mayfield type of player. Not the tallest. Maybe throws a few has a few mistakes. Very energetic, exciting to watch and brings teams, brings a team back to relevancy. And I think his floor is like uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick type of player who just shuffles around me, even like Taylor Heineke comes to mind. But um, Trey Lance, I think he could very well be a uh, Josh Allen type of player with a big arm, good running game, wins a lot of games, maybe makes just the Super Bowl at one point. I think he could also very well be uh, kind of Dwayne Haskins type of player if he's bad. But that's his no. There's no
0: way. You're saying he,
1: he has a great high ceiling, but a very high floor, low floor as well. So so he, yeah. He could be really good if Shanahan does the right things with him, which I think he will, but there's also that chance that he f- becomes a bust.
0: The only thing that I'm saying is he can't be Dwayne Haskins is because Dwayne Haskins is not, he doesn't have speed at all. He's not a, a mobile mm-hmm. QB. Yeah. You
1: watch Haskins. He, uh, he was just the first one that came to mind. I'm trying to think he of it. A... was just
0: like, he was he was never good. He the only reason why he was like a big prospect, he uh, like Trey Lance. He didn't play many games in college. He played very few. Mm-hmm. And um, with him, the only reason why he got drafted was because he was an unbelievable passer. But
1: mm-hmm. he
0: in the NFL, he couldn't figure it out because he wasn't insanely mobile. They he was he tend to get sacks a lot, sacked a lot, and then he couldn't. He just. He was a good passer, but his throws just were intercepted Mm -hmm. a lot. And
1: then Justin Fields, I think, very high ceiling. I think – I'm trying to think of who's a good – kind of like a Cam Newton with more arm strength. He could be that good. But he could also be like Dwayne Haskins because both Ohio State QBs, both – I have to
0: disagree. Very, like,
1: unpredictable. He's unpredictable, especially if he went to a place like San Francisco, I would have him being a stud – first round, first, maybe even QB one, but because of where he went, I think he is a much higher floor.
0: I'm sorry with the, I cannot say that Justin Fields is going to be Dwayne Caskins. He is the most athletic, in my opinion, quarterback coming out of this draft. Mm-hmm. And I can't, you cannot compare him to Dwayne because. I Dwayne, this
1: floor. I don't think he's going so to be. the way
0: The only thing that's similar is they went to the same school. Dwayne. Has-
1: yeah, that is why they were in the same system. That's why I'm worried about.
0: But they're totally opposite players, so I do not see them being the same.
1: I just, I just think he could suffer the, f- the fate of. I like, mean, he has so much potential
2: that him. you can't, you can't really he, like. Come he's,
1: his problem is that he, he's every, great at everything. His one problem is he doesn't, he doesn't know what to do after his first read. Mm-hmm. So if he, he doesn't have the weapons around him, he has Robbins Robinson, Darnell Mooney. But if he doesn't have the weapons around him that can catch balls, then he's going to struggle.
0: Okay. So who do you have Mac Jones like?
1: And I have Mac Jones as like a ceiling of a Kirk Cousins type of player that will throw picks, throw touchdowns. He won't go deep, like win Super Bowls, but he'll be stable. He'll win you eight to nine games, and he'll be average. Derek Carr. Like Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr. A little above average – And his floor is like bad, like bust. Yeah. Like Carson Wentz last year, Jimmy Garoppolo last year. That's his floor.
0: Yeah. So mine, um, Trevor Lawrence, I have him like Andrew Luck. That was always my calm for him. I feel like that's just something that everybody's been saying. Um, For Zach Wilson – uh, I was just watching a lot of comparisons to, like, watching the two, like, when I was watching both players play. Well, two, I have two. He's kind of similar to, like, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes. I'm not saying he's going to be them, like, as good as
1: them. Yeah, but it comes to Aaron Rodgers, I saw, but that I feel I felt like saying that would be a little bit of a stretch.
0: But he's mobile. He's He's just everything that you want in a quarterback, but he just has to get fit into the right system and I feel like and have the right players around him and I feel like he will he'll will thrive in, in the NFL and then for Trey Lance I have Josh Allen but I feel like Trey Lance I feel like there's not a lot of players that really compare to him in my opinion
1: yeah he's an interesting talent he's an and interesting-
0: then Justin Fields um I don't know Justin Fields uh I could see Cam Newton. I could see he's – I could see just a bunch of mogul quarterbacks.
1: He's just a boom-bust type of guy. I think he's going to be – there's no real comp for him. I think he's going to be good or bad.
0: And then Mac Jones, uh, I could just see him being, like, an average quarterback, like any average quarterback in the NFL. That's my, like, comp for him. And then – so, Jin, do you want to say any comps or – I'm
2: going to pass. Yeah. I, I'm going to be honest. I got into NFL this year, so, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so – do you guys want to um, talk about our draft grades now?
1: Yeah, so for the, I'll start with the Giants. My first pick at Arias, Tony, I'm going to add on the trade down. I'm going to say like a B plus to a B. I think it could have been better. I think he will be very good. But I think the value was a little bit of a stretch. I think he's still going to be a great player, but I think B be B plus for him.
2: I'd give the Giants like a C plus. I didn't really
1: like the pick. I like the second round pick though.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah. Okay. For first so round C
1: minus. Next a one, A. Um, so Azizo Jalar, I'm giving that an A. I think he was a great pick, a steal for them at 50. They oh. traded down Ed next third round pick next year. So they have double ones, double threes, and double fours next year, which is great.
2: Also, got I also got it. Like it's a great steal. He,
1: he was a position of need. He's going to be a great player, I think. I I had him like late first round. Mm-hmm, I did too. Okay. Um, and then third round, I wanted offensive line, but they trust their offensive line. They might sign some veterans, but this guy Aaron Robinson, he was a second round projected pick, and I've seen some mocks. I showed Gavin yesterday. Of him being mocked in the late first at points. So I think that was a great pick. I think you can never have enough cornerbacks in this league, a passing league, as Gettleman said. So I'm gonna give that pick a B plus. Because I think O lineman would have made an A, but I'm not a po- I'm not mad at that pick at all. Okay. Gavin, your draft grades. You all the picks. Um, I'll give let me finish off some of mine. So our fourth round pick, Ellison Smith, linebacker. Um, I'm gonna give that a B plus because I saw, I did see a lot of him being mocked in the second round. I think he's going to be a great guy off the edge, maybe even linebacker. I think it's just a great value pick a fourth round. And I like what the Giants did, because offensive line, they went off the board. The Giants picked the best player available. They didn't go for, like, rush, stressing out positions of need. They, they wanted the best wide receiver available. They said he doesn't have good value at 11. Let's trade down to 20. They got some extra picks and got their receiver. So this guy, maybe they, you would have said they maybe O line, but they got this Ellerson Smith, who was a, the best player available for them. And then sixth round, um, back third string running back. I mean, I would give that a C minus because I don't think they need a running back. They could have signed one to a veterans minimum or maybe even under a free agent. But I'll give it a C minus because maybe he's good. Maybe he's like Philip Lindsay. Maybe he's just injury. If an injury happens, he might be. And then Rodarius Williams in the sixth round, our last pick, I'm going to give that a B because I think I would have rather gone Trey Smith offensive lineman. He was a steal, but I think he was a good pick, and I think he's a good depth piece.
0: All right, I'm going to go through um, my picks really fast now. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so for Jamin Davis, I have him in A. I just feel like he um, plays like a lot of the – best linebackers in the league right now and I feel like he um I just feel like he has a lot of potential I have him an A grade just because of that and um for him he's the type of player that I think might not because he was a little bit of a reach in my opinion for Washington but I think it was a really good pick but I could I could still see him maybe not being as good as everyone saying he's going to be and then for Samuel Cosme I think that was a great pick Again, first that, first that was
1: an A plus pick to
0: first me. First round talent. I have him as an A A minus A pick just because um I I liked him as the pick, but maybe there was another another player that Washington could have gotten, but I feel like that was the right pick.
1: Um, I, I know who you were thinking. Jeremiah Usukormo.
0: Yeah, I just I just think I that, mean they
1: already drafted linebacker in the first round. I, I get why they wouldn't double dip.
0: Yeah, but I just feel like I, I really like the pick. I'm just going to – I'm going to give that an A because I gave Jamin Davis an A. I'm going to give that an A. Um, Benjamin St. Juiced, I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm going to give it a B minus because I think the pick was good, but he didn't have any interceptions in college. He was the past defender, so he wasn't really an interception guy, and he didn't have as much experience that he needed to, like – or as much, like, stats and stuff. He did – I the reason why he was drafted, he did unbelievable in the senior bowl, and they really liked him from that. So that's part of the reason why they drafted him. And he's a great pass defender. He just maybe needs to work on some interceptions. And I feel like in the NFL, maybe he will he will get some. I just feel like he's a little bit of a reach for this pick. I could have seen him maybe going um in the, like – fourth round or something but yeah so for my next pick Diami Brown with our second third round pick I'm giving this an A plus I think this in my opinion this is my favorite pick so far uh I just feel like he's going to be great and he could be like the same because same position as like DK Metcalf was and Terry McLaurin were because they were I believe second or third round picks and like so I just see a lot of potential in this guy. He had back to back a thousand yard seasons, and I just think he's going to be great. And then for our fourth round pick, I was really disappointed in this pick, but I'm giving it a C plus. John Bates, I think he's good. He's just more of a blocking tight end than he is a receiving tight end, and he wasn't great receiving. I would have much rather getting the guy, the tight end out of Miami, than him. I just felt like he, he was still available, and he played a lot better in college, but I mean, Rom Navarro is a great draft drafter. So I feel like he, if he sees potential in him, he could potentially be good. And then I have uh, Derek Forrest. Um, he's a, he put up great stats in college and I'm giving this pick a B And then the next one, Cameron Cheeseman, the um, long snapper. I don't really understand this pick. I understand that they needed a long snapper. But you tr-
1: we could assign him an undrafted free agency.
0: Yeah. And you also, um, you traded you traded your fifth round pick next year for a sixth and a seventh this year. And you got him with your sixth round pick. Oh,
1: for I- next year's fifth? Yeah. That's a terrible I trade. I know. I know. Because those picks have much more. Fifth round next year is going to have double the value of uh, for the fifth this year. And sixth and seventh is equal to a fifth this year.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't.
1: I don't like that trade one bit. Actually, yeah, oh. I
0: think it was an awful trade, and I'm giving him a C minus to like a D plus. Um, just because that. of that trade. Yeah, just because of the trade, but otherwise, I would give it like a C. And then um, William Bradley King, um, I see him like um, he's a B plus in my opinion. I think that was a great pick. Uh. And then you got another edge in Shake Shake Atoney. I think is how you pronounce it. I'm giving that a B plus. I think that that was a great pick. He got a good amount of sacks and tackles in college, and I feel like for sixth or I think seventh round we got him. That's a great pick. Uh-huh. And then our final seventh round pick, we got Dax Milen, or whatever, he, however you pronounce him, the number one quarter, um, the number one wide receiver in BYU for Zach Wilson. And he had a thousand, one hundred receiving yards, I believe, something around there. And uh, he was Zach Wilson's, I believe, number one target in BYU. I understand Zach Wilson's great and everything, but still, to get him in the seventh round, I would thought it was a steal. Also for Diami Brown, I think a lot of people like from earlier, a lot of people had him as like a first, if not early second round talent. So I think that he 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 was a great steal. And then finally for Undrafted free agency, we got a guy named Jarrett Patterson. I'm giving this A-plus all around. He should have been drafted 1,000%. Looking back at his stats for college, I don't think anyone's going to believe this. He broke so many records for NCAA. He had like eight touchdowns and 407 rushing yards in one game. Um, And then his first year in college, he had 1,013 rushing yards. And in 13 games his second year he had in 13 games he had 1000 and in the first year he had 14 touchdowns second year 1799 rushing yards and 13 and and 19 touchdowns and had 209 um receiving yards for a total of 2008 scrimmage yards and 20 s- touchdown scrimmage that's unbelievable and then this year in 6 games He had 1,072 yards and 19 touchdowns. Like, I I'm shocked that he wasn't drafted. I thought that was a good add, and uh, I feel like he might shock people in the league. I don't know, but I feel like that was a great pickup in undrafted free agency for Washington. So,
1: okay, all right, Jin, do you have any more final thoughts? Uh, so yeah, we okay. All right. So I think we're done for today. Okay. So yeah. this is the end
2: of the this week's Clutch Sportscast. Uh make sure to follow us on uh on our Twitter at Clutch SportsCast. Uh the cast with NNA. So yeah, we'll see y'all next week. Yep. Peace out.